a Shishkin Productions podcast. So like our hotel was a mix of like crackheads and like families here for baseball. And it was like the two things I just cannot stand. <laughs> what a dichotomy. Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Yo. How's it going? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel podcast. Straight out of Minneapolis. Yeah, we're, we're recording this in a living room in an Airbnb on some $12 microphones we got as props. We'll get into all that in a bit. But yeah, so if, if you hear some uh, shuffling, our apologies. Yeah, the audio quality is probably going to be weird on this one. We're, we're not in the uh, the Crypto.com podcast arena. Yeah, the Crypto.com podcast. We're like NYCFC. We can't even get rights to our own Crypto.com <laughs> podcast arena. Um, welcome, Sizzlers. Thank you for listening. It's a uh, it's a glorious day out here in Minneapolis. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, Seventy two degrees, overcast. Yeah. Chris, um, before we get into it, where What's can up? the people find us? Oh, you know, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Sizzlereal Gang. We are SizzlereelGang at gmail dot com. Send That's us right. an email. Yep. We need emails. We, we need, need content. We are running out of shit to talk about. It's true. Not today, though. This is going to be a crazy episode. Yes, and of course, we have the Sizzle Reel cold line. That it's is three three two. 33361. Um, Chris, uh, do. Oh, one last thing I guess I'll tell them is about uh, Sizzle Real Live. It's coming. It's coming. If you're listening to this on the day it releases, that means Sizzle Real Live is right around the corner. Yeah. It's It's, kind of in flux right now. Yeah. It's happening. Sizzle Real Live is happening. Okay. It's August 25th. 7 p.m. It's be be there at Wandering Barman. If you want to look up more info, sizzlerealgangthewebsite.com. Yep. Or sizzlerealgang. That's right. Or sizzlerealgang.eventbrite.com. Check that out for more info. Uh, Hopefully we can see you there. Hopefully you will attend. Um, Chris, so what up? Why don't you let the people know what it is that brought us to to Minneapolis? Think if they listened last week they'll know they should what if they didn't listen last week well i wouldn't have if i was them it's a good point uh so we are here in minneapolis oh my god yeah you're literally letting the listeners into your uh, inner workings of your throat yeah sorry guys throat gout (laughs) (laughs) it's been a long week uh late nights so we were here to uh record the mls all-star skills challenge and game and we also did a little bit of a marketing tour on the first day Mm -hmm. so basically it was a a four day shoot, uh, just covering the all-star game. Yeah. And, uh, it was interesting because we haven't been on the production side of things for, for me, it's been three and a half years since I, I had a camera in my hands for money. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, it's probably been even longer for you. Oh, I guess yeah, you, you didn't sure. really have a camera in your hands too much this weekend, but yeah, no, I was, I was trying to try my best to stay away from the camera. Yeah. But yeah, the last time I did, it was like those old taste made shoots. Yeah. So I go out there 20, with like a 2014, 2015. No, no, probably 2017. Okay. No, that's 20, not too 2016. Bad. Like I would go out there with my A7S and just kind of I think I told you about it before, but it's like basically the gigs were like so weird. It was like make like a 60 second long video about some food related thing that was usually really gimmicky. So it would yeah. be like unicorn churro or like this gold flake pizza or yep. some shit like that. And then kind um, of stuff that like comfort land sells. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't, I don't even know what comfort land was comfort land. It's just like uh, one of those trendy spots. I think it's in like Queens or something. Yeah. So something like that. But uh, yeah, basically they were like, it's 600 bucks for the shoot and the edit. And I was like, Hmm, what's the quickest way for me to like turn this into actually being worth my time. So I would, um, I would basically line up two shoots in a day 
I knew that I would, I knew that I could go there and shoot for, I could be there for no more than an hour. I could shoot for 45 minutes yep. and have everything I needed to cut my one minute video. Cause they gave you like a breakdown of step-by-step step what you needed to have visually. Right. Sure. Um, so for example, they'd be like, we're at this place, we're covering the unicorn churro. So you need to cover the making of it. Right. So I cover the whole thing, whatever. Um, so I would go shoot one then I immediately had another one booked that I could get to from where I was. Yep. I'd go to that one, shoot that one. Then I'd come home and edit both of them that night. So that was like, okay, at least I'm making $1,200 in the day. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, the, the rate's still not great, but if you know how to, to work quickly and how yeah. to plan your day out, right. Yeah. It's not terrible. 1200 in a day, really not bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was the thing is what I would also do is cause I was like, okay, well I'm in New York instead of waiting for the producer to be like, Hey, we have this thing in New York. I would just pitch her like all these different things that I saw yeah. on like Instagram and shit. Or I would just like literally go on Google and look up like whatever weird trendy foods were happening. Sure. And I'd be like, yo, this place makes this cannoli donut. Yo, this place does this, this place does that. And they were like, cool. Yeah, go cover it. It's like <laughs> fucking sick, dude. I'm just like pitching stuff. The worst one I had was one time I went to in Chinatown, there was like this coffee shop and they made like mm -hmm. this incredible like latte art. It wasn't like incredible, but What's it's like, art? it's like little, you know, funny little cute little Japanese looking bears and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, like Kawhi type shit. Right. And uh, Kawhi Leonard, um, the claw, and the claw. uh, it, not Kawhi Leonard, but <laughs> they would make all these things. Right. And so I went and got, uh, they made like, I had to, I filmed them making like three, like four or five of them. And then they were like, do you want these? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And so I drank one and then oh, I was sitting no. there and I drank another, I ended up drinking like three of those and <laughs> bless you. They have sneezing on mic. Uh, I was not on mic. I covered that mic. Sneezing on mic. Bro. Uh, the Cut that fucking, out. who's mic? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I had like three of these fucking coffees and then my stomach just was oh my God, killing me to because they're not, they're, they're covered in like heavy cream. That's how they can draw all the shit. In yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So there I was. Ton of caffeine, ton of cream. There I was. And then I like went home and I felt dizzy and terrible. And then I edited it and I went to sleep. So sounds like a great that day. Was, that was my life. Um, yeah, uh, but I had that's the last time I touched the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good experience. I think we're going to get into it a lot in the second half of the show. Uh, yeah, the, we'll do like a day by day, kind of like what we did for Tree Four. Exactly. We'll bring Vince on in the second half. Of yeah, the day so, by so day. Vince was the, the lead camera and, you know, he was setting everything up. So he's, he's going to have a lot more to say and he'll he'll talk over us. Yeah, I, I think he's learned. Hopefully he's learned. Um, but we it saved him a spot on the couch. We're sitting on a couch right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's kind of chill. Uh, I'm, I'm lying down, basically. Yeah, this is, this is pretty good. This so pretty good so before we bring Vince on, maybe we'll just do big general takeaways yeah. and, uh, before we get into the day by well, day. Okay, so let me, start where, well, let me start with this. I think audio-wise, big takeaway. First of all, I think we killed it on the audio. We had like four different tracks of audio that we can use that are all good and usable. Yeah, we yeah. We have one that's like amazing. It's perfect. Don't Do you want me to describe the, the way it was set up? Sure, you, yeah, you go this? for it. Yeah, go for so it. basically we had, <clears throat> at least on camera A, we had the the main mic, the shotgun mic, uh, that was going to tracks one and three. On track one, it was manual, and on track three, it was automatic. So you had a limiter applied to it. Basically. Exactly, which was great because one one of the shoots we did, uh, we kind of had to help someone out, and they had to record something really quick, and we didn't have time to like set up and do mic checks and, and shit like that. So the guy came in, uh, Luis Hernandez, right? Yeah, yeah. And he just like had all this energy, and he was basically screaming into the mic. Yeah, like we thought. His goal, he was supposed to, if you watch the broadcast on ESPN, you saw that they like announced who the people participating were. And we thought he was going to come in and just be like, player one, player two, player three. And he came in and he was like, 
player one, player two. And, I, and it, that's why I yelled because it peaked like that. It, it really did. Like that. Yeah, it was brutal. But luckily we had that limiter on track three. So it, the audio ended up being perfect. Unfortunately, though, that message somehow didn't get across to the people putting it on air because, it uh, you was, know, I, I'll, I can tell you exactly what I wrote in the email. And I, I don't I guess they just didn't read it or whatever. We're not, you know, we're not broadcast guys, so they don't respect our opinion. We're just like random dudes with a camera. Yeah. So that's 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 a bit contentious that guy came in like a wrecking ball but, yeah yeah but um, was... we'll get we'll get into that uh but yeah basically i wrote like here's how the audio was mapped out and then i said audio one uh shotgun mic audio two uh onboard shotgun mic yes then i said audio track three shotgun mic with limiter and then i bolded it and started it with two stars on the left of it two stars on the right of it like made it very clear and at yeah. the top i wrote use audio track three and then like i watched the broadcast and it's just blown out and i was like all yeah right, they cool. just used all so the they audio they tracks like literally didn't listen to me at all they just yeah. down they didn't even read the email they just downloaded the thing and yeah. then were probably like why is he blown out it's like i told you which one to use right you didn't read the fucking email and you know we did do two of those we had a second uh player come in uh and that audio was fine second on the one, second one worked yeah right. so, so they figured it out eventually i guess but well, the second one he just didn't yell oh that's true <laughs> that's yeah. why it sounded fun yeah um but i mean i think no one even noticed it on the broadcast i guess not um, like because even when we watched it that night i don't think any of us like really I, I i i wasn't there for that part of it unfortunately yeah. i missed it um well yeah so what i was going to say about the audio as well was like you know for our setup it had to be it was like a mock press conference so mm -hmm. we had to get like a bunch of mics uh, and then stands and stuff like that. We ended up getting three like really, really cheap audio technica mics. That That's are, like, what we're 12 recording bucks. into right now. There you go. There you go. Just burying the lead. I had it. I had oh, it lined up. But uh, yes, yeah, so we got these three cheap like $12 audio technica mics. And uh, I was like, oh, we're never going to use these. And they have like a built in cable. So like you can't unplug them. They're, exactly. Like, built in. Uh, and, you know, I was like, okay, this is great. Like they'll look like good prop mics. Cause and we, they literally less, feel like toys. It's less work. Yeah. And, uh, then we sat down to record this and I was like, oh, well they already have the cables built in. Might as well fucking give these things a shot. So, uh, yeah, let, let us record on them now. Yeah. <laughs> tell, it probably doesn't sound great. Tell us how they sound. Cause I mean, we, we're monitoring it, but it, it's, it's hard to tell. It definitely doesn't sound as crisp as no. the crypto.com podcast. No, no, no. These are, these are like way, they're very mid mid mics, yeah. but, um, you know, they get the job done, whatever. It's mm -hmm. fine. The alternative would be to like plug in all these XLRs and like yeah. hold the, it's like, this is just so much easier. You know? And we, we did also have one stick mic that I, I used when I was, uh, working in news. So, yeah. so it was like the reporter mic and that does get good audio. Um, but yeah. only if you hold it straight up to your mouth and that's just not exactly how it was going. So we actually yeah. did have that plugged into the second camera as like emergency backup audio. And that's, yeah. it sounded fine. You could tell it was a little bit distant. Uh, so luckily we didn't have to use it, but basically we had like triple redundancy on the audio because yeah yeah because we're just not audio guys yeah for me like audio is the most important part like you can shoot the video and it doesn't look good but if the audio is good then people will like, stick around right as long as because in this one it was interview based so it is about the story and what the questions they yeah. answer are but it ended up looking great too i mean yeah yeah no i think it looks really good that was our first part and then like later in the week we didn't have to worry about audio at all because we got to shoot um the skills challenge in the all-star game those are also super chill um, I, had, I had a pretty good time um, before we, you know, we, we, we still, I don't want to get too much into it just because I want Vince to, yeah, to share yeah. his opinions on it. But um, let's talk about like big picture Minnesota takeaways so oh, far, man. Uh, well, Minnesota, 
the first like four or five days we were in downtown Minnesota. Um, we spent a couple days up in a place called Blaine, which is kind of like a suburb. And then we spent some time in St. Paul. That's where the actual stadium is. Uh, that area, downtown Minneapolis is like so lame. It's yeah, downtown it's, Minneapolis sucked. It's kind of sketch, like crackheads. There was hanging, definitely hanging like crackheads around, at our hotel, and there's nothing to do after like 10 p.m. It's it's it was, a ghost town. It was almost like the worst of of everything that weekend when we got in because it, there was a game, like a baseball game, happening right next door. Yeah. So like our hotel was a mix of like crackheads and like families here for baseball, and it was like the two things I just cannot stand. <laughs> <being around. laughs> <laughs> what a dichotomy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, not not amazing. Um, That's about it. I mean, one thing I took away from it was that the the food portions are insane here. Like you can order like what you think is going to be like a, a normal like little cheeseburger or something. And then they bring you out this behemoth of a thing that's good for like three meals. We it's ordered like, last night. Christ, someone we me. got a, a small macaroni and cheese. Like I thought it was going to be a side. It is literally I thought it was going to come in like a ramekin. Exactly. No, it's in a bowl that is bigger than a dinner plate. Yeah, and it's dude. like three inches deep. And it's yeah. like, what it was is like, it was like in a casserole dish. It really was. And it, it's like, so what the fuck is a large? It's, it's kind of <laughs> wild. Also drinking in this town is impossible. Like they don't sell beer at gas stations. Yeah, they do. But here, so on Wednesday night, that was the, when we finished the shoot for good, uh, it was yeah. the end of the all-star game. And we had, I was, I was editing. You were editing. Uh, we had basically, uh, finished packing, but you still had some shit to do. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take the, I had to take the car, uh, to pull it around to the loading dock either way. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to hit up a liquor store, uh, and, and get us some, some drinks just so Mm -hmm. we can celebrate. Right. Right. Uh, I go to the liquor store. It says it's open till 1am. I'm in the sketch ass neighborhood. I get there. It is not open. It, and there's like, I, I should, I, it was a weird neighborhood and I, I wanted yeah. to get out of there immediately. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll just go to the speedway. I'm sure they have beer. I already knew, I looked it up earlier that they only sell 3.2% beer at uh, gas stations and grocery stores in this right. state, which is crazy. Yeah. But I was like, that's fine. I'll just, something's better than nothing. Yeah. I'll get some light beers. Like we're not trying to get faded right now. We're just trying to have a drink in celebration. Yeah. So I go to the gas station. I get two 12 packs. I'm walking to the register and the dude behind the register just looks at me and shakes his head. Doesn't say anything, just shakes his head. And I was like, are you serious? And he was, he shook his head. Yes. Uh, he nodded his head. And I was like, what time y'all stop selling? He says 11. I was like, I was dumb. I said, this state is crazy. Wait, what What time were you there for that? that I was, was like midnight. Uh, it was probably midnight. Yeah. yeah that's, 1230. That sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yo, are you how? How? I bet them. I bet most of the, the U.S. is like that. I don't think so. Don't think so? No, I, th- I think these are like pretty draconian laws. I like because I've I've read about Minnesota's laws in the past. Like I've seen it in, in like comments that it's pretty bad. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Utah. Yeah. But I, I didn't realize it was like that. It's so weird. Yeah. But like, I mean, you, you can go to a liquor store and I mean, there's one that we walked to the other day and it's just a giant liquor store. You can get anything you want. Why? 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 Why 3.2% beer? It just like, it's, it doesn't make sense to me. It's uh maybe it's just cause like my guess is cause the winters here are so ridiculous that people would just be like drunk as fuck all the time. Cause there's I nothing feel, else to do. I feel like they already are. Right. It's just yeah. weird. You have to plan your, 
you're drinking here. Like yeah. you can't just go out and get drinks. And yeah, it, it was weird. kind of a bummer because we were getting out of work at like 10, 11 PM at the earliest every night. And then we'd be like, yo, let's go have like a beer somewhere. But then a lot of the places are like, oh no, they close at 10. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what? You're a bar and you close at 10. Yeah. And then there yeah. were like three places that we could go. One uh, of which was a diner. One of which was a diner. Yeah. That did serve alcohol. Yeah. Um, but it's just like most of the kitchens would close right at 11 or something like well, that. Even last night, it was a Friday night. We're recording this on Saturday. It was a Friday night and we at like 10 PM, we're like, okay, let's go get dinner. Yeah. And we went to a place where the kitchen was supposed to be open till midnight and we got there and the guy was like, nah, we're just, we closed it early. Mm -hmm. And then we went to another one where the kitchen was supposed to be open till again, midnight or one. Yep. And they were like, no, we're not, we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. It's like, where we, can we go? And they were like, uh, if you walk a few blocks that way, there might be a place that's open. It's like, what the fuck? It's well, like 1030 on a Friday. <laughs> on a different occasion, we were headed somewhere or like trying to figure out where we were going. And I called them ahead and I was like, Hey, is your kitchen still open? Um, and he was like, no, we actually decided to close early tonight just because it's slow and it's like yeah. that seems to that was the theme the entire time yeah it's like it's a nice summer night why isn't i maybe maybe, maybe we're alcoholics maybe but people don't New go York out here spoiled though us. maybe people don't go out here maybe that's what it is i don't know it was it was weird i i do like the uh nature part of minnesota and i yeah, will say like yeah. where we where we are now it's like a little bit nicer there's like houses and it's chill yeah downtown though sucked and the, the college area the northeast arts northeast arts district that was kind of cool the, yeah, you know, right. there's not a ton to do there's like five spots you could go we went to this one bar that was like really really like awesome like ocala type oh shit. yeah it was, it was super weird. basic but it was it wasn't bad it was cheap ass drinks and they they were open late yeah it was just like very middle america like like a trailer park bar yeah basically. it was yeah it was like a a shitty sports bar yeah um i mean yeah other than oh it's a mall of america that was good oh that was lit vince got uh we went to north face like almost as a joke and then we all, all ended up walking out with shit so that's kind of a, a problem yeah yeah so the the north problem. face got us i mean it i got some slippers i got a duffel bag vince got a blanket that he can wear as a shirt or yeah a sweater kind of crazy it's wild it looks like a like a like a gentrified dashiki. Right. Follow us at Shishkin Productions and maybe you'll see some of that. Yeah, you'll definitely see it. I'm going to make a video about it. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tonight's our, our, at least me and Vince's last night here. We're heading out on a, on a PJ tomorrow. On a PJ, yeah. yeah <laughs> Vince is going to be strapped to the back of the PJ flying in a squirrel suit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it's been good though. I'm glad that we're leaving. Um, yeah, I've yeah. had a week in Minnesota is about as much as I can do. I don't want to come here again unless it's for work. Like I, I I'm not going to come here for play. Yeah. Uh, I feel you. I'm the same way. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a beautiful state. It is. It's, it's a nice little, like the thing is Delta has the uh, uh, here. Yeah. So it's like, it's always a place where you can stop over for like a night or two. If you're on your way to the West I could, coast I could or do something a night. like that, but it's just like, I think we've done all there is to do. I don't think there's anything else to do. Yeah, we've really hit up all the different areas. I mean, we haven't town. done any of like the fucking hiking and waterfalls and shit, but in terms of the city and shit to do, mm -hmm. I think we've been everywhere. Basically. Yeah, and it's it's also probably better if you're here for like a sports, you know, if you're here for a Vikings game. If you're just or here for like an that. event of any kind. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's take a break. I know this was a short segment, but I have a feeling Vince is going to have a lot to talk about. 
He's just chomping at the bit over there, laying on the other couch. He yep. really wants to get on this show right now. His eyebrows just jiggled a little bit. He did a little. Oh, we got a speaking of his eyebrows, we got a we got a portrait of him painted at the at the fucking yeah, mall. We got a black and white charcoal sketch. He was and, he was uh, busy ordering orange Julius, and we were like, hey, when that guy comes over here, he's gonna sit down and we'll get his picture painted. And he ended up sitting there for like forty minutes. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, maybe, maybe in the second half we'll get his opinion of uh, how that sketch turned out. Yeah, he ran a poll on Twitter, so it, it, or on Twitter on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, so we'll see how. Um, all right, we will be right back. Welcome to Rounds of Sound, the podcast where we go song for song with indie artists to find out their influences and the stories behind their songs. I'm here with Hannah Jadagu. The way I recorded my first couple of songs was all through my iPhone. We have Victoria Park. I was on Twitter as I am and it's like, hey, are there like any labels who follow me who might be interested? It's the one and only Liam Kazar. Yeah, here's what I'll say. You gotta walk all your gear up and fly the stairs. Okay, yeah, that's, that's never that's, fun. That's, that's no fun. Check out Rounds of Sound exclusively on Spotify and find out the influences behind your favorite artists. That's Rounds of Sound. Welcome back, Sizzlers. So for the second half, we're going to do, we're going to go day by day. We're bringing Vince on, Vincent Alvarado. What up? Air Vince One. At Air Vince One on He's got on about 17,000 followers now Jeez. at this point or some shit. Yeah. So uh, let's just get into it. Let's start with Saturday. Yeah, Vince, why don't you tell us what happened on Saturday? Saturday, Saturday, we flew in. Oh, yeah, Saturday um, was a hell of a day. Saturday was a long day. Let's start, it, let's start the story back in New York. Yeah. So, so oh, yeah. 11 a.m., 11, 11, So we all agreed to, to meet at 11 a.m. at the office. I love how Chris is starting it off. Well, yeah. we'll see, we'll you were, see, you were we'll taking too long. Chris, we'll see what Chris says. Yeah, you you were taking says. too long. No, so, I would love to hear Chris's So angle on Go for this. it. 10, 1045, I'm there. Uh-huh. And everyone's supposed to be there at 11, 1130. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexi and Vince show up around noon. No, I showed up at like 1145 or 1150. Okay. And Vince was actually the last one, which is hilarious because he's the one who wanted to meet early. It was like, we need to get there early. Yeah. Yeah. I was stuck in an Uber literally down the street for about 30 minutes. Yeah, that's right. You did yeah, have it a would have took me. Yeah, I could have just walked twice. You could have walked there and back. Yeah. The time that you were uh, so eventually, you know, we, we get everything together, call the Uber, load up, get to the airport. Then uh, we're in there getting we're in line to check the bags. And I look and I'm like, huh, something seems off. I think we're missing we're, something. We seem a little light. Yeah. And I was like, yo, where's where's the tan pelican? And we're like, oh shit, did we leave it in the, in the Uber? In the Uber yeah. And then we're like, no, we, we got everything out of the Uber. And I was like, did we even bring it in the Uber to begin with? And, uh, turns out, turns out we hadn't, it was at the office still. Yep. So I had to get in an Uber, right. go back to the office and then back to the airport, yeah, get the Pelican come back and meet us. And at this, you know, it, it's like, I'm probably going to make it back in time for the flight, but nothing's guaranteed yeah. in New York. That's true. I mean, it seemed, it seemed like you would be fine and you were fine. You ended up getting there pretty early, but I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's we sent you back because you're the one who left. That, but see, that's such that's such garbage, though. How 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 am, how am I the one who left it? Because I, it, one, it is not my Pelican. Two, I did not pack it. Three, I was responsible for my bags. I brought okay, both of okay, my bags. Okay, how are okay. you going to blame He's me feeling, for that? I'm literally the one who noticed it wasn't there. You noticed you left the bag. <laughs> how, did I, how did I leave it, bro? How, Vince, it's Vince's Pelican. Vince, Vince, Vince said, left it. It's Vince his. Had said, Vince had said, uh, Vince had gave us assignments on who carries what. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Did, 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 you're, did I, you're peaking. Did, did I repeat it back to you? Did I, did I confirm that I was going to get that? You can't just like say, hey, get that and then leave. I, I was literally walking out. He saw, he saw Chris me. Is hot right now. Exactly. Because he Chris saw me, right he now. saw me walking out. Yo, with, stop, stop. If you're going to yell, move it away from he, he saw me walking out with my bags no and he way, said, you're going to lock the door. And I said, yeah, I'll lock the door. He didn't say anything about that Pelican. It's well, his Pelican. How am I responsible for it? It has my name on it, which is, yeah, that's the problem. technically your Pelican, Alexi. All right. So, okay. So the Pelican luckily made it on board with us. It flew. It flew uh, right in. It flew. It, Yell, bring it away. It flew me. right in. Um, yeah. So okay. So we got the Pelican. <laughs> we we ended up. The flight actually was not delayed. It was there. We got in early, yeah, but the did. jet bridge wasn't like going to the. the it wouldn't. You talking about when was, we landed? When we landed in yeah, Minneapolis, yeah, yeah. the jet bridge got stuck, and they had to have someone come fix it. I still think we got in like fairly reasonably, but. This is on me. I didn't check what time the FedEx closed. So, oh, so we're, yeah. we're in the whip. It's like it's like dreary raining. I'm like, great. Like we just left New York and it's about it's five like shit weather outside. It's five forty five when we call the Uber at the airport. And all of our gear that we rented is at the FedEx downtown. It closes at six PM. Yeah. And isn't open on Sunday at all, period. And so, sun, Sunday was our setup day. Sunday yeah. was the day we had to set up. So, so we're, we're in the car and just the nervousness starts hitting it. We're like, damn, if we don't have any gear, yeah. I mean, we have like a camera. Like we had two cameras technically, yeah. but like we need this. Yeah, we needed like we, lights and we, we everything. Need this. Tripods. Yeah, like everything. This is like our day to like there. actually prep. And like we get to downtown so, Minneapolis. So I call, I call the FedEx and I'm like, yo, do you guys, do you guys close at six? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, is there any way that you could please stay open like an extra five minutes? We're getting there at 605. All of our gear is there. Like we're here for a film shoot. If we don't have it, our boss is going to fucking kill us. Please, please, please. Can you stay open five minutes? They're like, okay, we'll stay open until 610. But after that, if you're not here, we're closing. So, okay, perfect. We'll get there. So we show up. We scramble in and uh, I'm just like, oh, thank God. Like we find it. We open it up. And then, uh, you know, we're loading all the things, making sure we got everything. And we got the little dolly. So we're, we're outside of the FedEx. And all of a sudden you hear like arguing, like yeah, crazy arguing. Like this group of women, they were just like being really catty to each other. Yep. And then Alexi, his, my spider senses kick in and I'm like, you know what, listening to the conversation, I'm like, you know what, I'm not that nervous. This is a little too much in public. But then Alexi, he's just trembling in the corner. Nah, he's bro. like, dude, I'm nervous. We need no, to get the because, hell out of here. Because at first they were yelling across, like down the block to the corner, yelling at people and they were getting yelled back at. And then they started walking over there. And then yeah. someone was like, 
what wait why are you walking over there why are you walking over i was like oh jesus christ and so suddenly then a big whole thing starts everyone starts yelling yeah. at each other then the whole mob starts moving towards us yeah. all there's the a little kids in the, so, in the in the car with their cell phone they're like mommy come back yeah it was wild and, and so I, I pull up we have like two big old fucking uh dollies worth of gear i pull them off to the corner I'm like, and it's raining by the way and this is it's america like you don't know someone might start shooting right. so i was yeah. like i'm gonna hide behind this gear so the first uber <laughs> pulls up and he looks at us and just waves us off and, and cancels like, the nah. ride you you guys lit you had so many boxes it legit looked like you worked for ups like yeah, you, you like nuts. you were in a sorting center so yeah, yeah. and it's drizzling by the way so it's yeah. like uncomfortable so like, the, to be outside the first uber pulls off and this fight is starting and i'm standing outside <laughs> hiding behind these boxes basically then another guy pulls up whatever he, he ended up getting us to the he, hotel he was a little was nervous fine. too it was fine he was a little nervous and, but, and then it i mean that out. was that was saturday in a nutshell that kind of like yeah. it was like crisis averted thank god yeah. that we ended up getting our fucking gear it was just near miss after near miss but, yeah. but we hey man we did it and then saturday we went and had a fucking delicious burger at a place called parlor then we walked around and saw a bunch of shitty basic ass bars that we didn't want to go into yeah, yeah, i think Central. there was like a kenny chesney there was, it was, that everyone's night, so wearing it was, cowboy boots it was fucking weird man yeah yeah. Uh, and then we then we went to that Northeast Arts District and like went to some like finally decent bars. Yeah, it was crazy, though, because we it took us like three hours to find a place to drink. It was so yeah, it, dumb. Was, it was pretty well. I mean, also, you know, we we were looking for something very specific. That's true. If That's we just true. wanted to go in and drink in a, like a shitty bar, we definitely could have. Yeah, we, like, we could have stayed in line for like three hours to yeah, do that. To put Vince on a mechanical bull. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was Saturday, right? Am I missing anything? For no, I think, I think that, that wraps it up. Uh, yeah. Sunday, we... Uh, our our uh, setup schedule was nine to five. We got to the Blaine. We got to the National Sports Center in Blaine. It's like the training field that Minnesota United practices mm-hmm. at, and that's where all the media staging was going to be. We got there around eleven, eleven thirty, and we were like one of the first people in there. Yeah, really. yeah, we really I mean, I were. Think we were maybe the third crew that was in there out of like there's there was probably like what like twenty or thirty slots yeah. for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get there, we set up. Um, our footprint was pretty light, so it was pretty easy. We just more time spent just queuing everything and just making sure everything worked properly the shots look good and then making sure that once the client like walked in he automatically saw everything that needed to be set up and we were so sure i will say sunday i said we were talking about this off mic but sunday is my was my favorite day yeah like sunday i thought was awesome because it was so chill like we didn't have to be anywhere at any time we were our own kind of crew yeah we got to show up we got to just set up in a really chill environment play music do whatever got some raising canes we got some raising canes we had to uh, we had to go to Menards. Frisbee. We had to walk to Menards because we didn't have a car um, and we ended up getting we needed some props, carrying props back. But I mean, yeah, it was just to me, that was a cool day. Like we, we set up and, you know, we were chilling and, and, I, and that, that was fun to me. Then it's nice to be independent client homeboy Kyle showed up about 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess after that, I don't even remember, like he showed up and we kind of set we, up a couple more things yeah, for an just hour. Adjusted the shots. And then. Then we dipped. We Where did. do we go? Didn't we go to? Didn't we have other shit to do? Or like, didn't? No, or were we just done for? We that, were just for done the for the day, and we just like caught up properly, and just kind of like went over things that were going to happen the rest of the week, and then we just chilled. We like, got Korean food. That was that night. Yeah. Oh, that's when we went to a live podcast recording. We went to a live oh, yeah. podcast oh, yeah, recording yeah, yeah. of a MLS show called Extra Time. Yep. Uh, Chris finally met Anders, who yeah. he emails with every single week. Every week. He's been emailing with him for like a year and has never met him. So mm-hmm. that was crazy. Yeah, it was cool to meet him. Uh, Vince got assigned Vince, NYCFC Vince jersey. got his first soccer jersey. Yeah, my first one ever. Little bro. Little bro got his first soccer jersey. <laughs> I'm stoked. I'm, I'm not a fan, but not yet a fanatic. It was, a, it was a Britney Spears song. Yeah. It, I'm not a It was fan. a good time. Vince really wanted to do some mingling. 
Oh yeah. yeah, you know how Vince mingles. Yeah. Um. So he he got there and he just stayed over by the the pool table by himself the whole night. Yeah, Vince has this Vince, has, Vince has this mode, the mingle mode that he turns on. It's where when he's with his friends. He tells everyone he really wants to mingle and then he sends them out to go like bring people over to it's him. It's actually pretty, pretty smart. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's, like it's let everyone else do the legwork. I don't, yeah. I don't support it. I don't, I don't think it's cool. The intros are all that matters to me. Um, uh, so Monday. Yeah, we can cut. Yeah, yeah we probably, go. probably cut to Monday. Mon- I mean, I guess one last thing about Sunday is just to explain the camera setup. So we're not like at just bullshit. And okay, so we can yeah. actually have something related to filmmaking. It was, uh, it was two Sony FX sixes. Mm-hmm. with one was a 24 to 70 lens and that was our like wide shot and then our close-up was a 70 to 200 um and the a cam was on stick cam was on sticks. straight uh you know straight ahead yep that was our, lock, our master B-cam lock off was, shot whatever became was on the easy rig um they uh the client wanted more of like a mockumentary style uh look for the b cam so yeah. like snap subtle zooms. snap zooms and like a little bit of a floater with with the cam um and also just being mobile so like when the when the athletes walked in i was able to like turn around really quickly and kind of like follow them in and out of their chair yeah um so there was like a a little bts element to it as well so we were we were pretty mobile we also had like these lights that were um manfrotto lights which Mm -hmm. was weird and they're like these led panels they're really cool Chris was able to control them from his phone, which mm-hmm. was wild. And we were like, damn, but they looked like dinky. They looked so bobo. They, they were did. like, they looked like Kmart ass lights. They did. They did a really good job for what they were. They were, they were and, great. And a, a lot of our, our setup was, uh, it was shoestring bu- budget was restrictions. Shoestring for yeah. Sure. So, I mean, I think um, we did a good job with what we yeah, had to work I think, with. I think for what we were work. Yes. Yeah. And I, I thought, I thought the lighting looked good. Honestly, the only issue I had was sometimes there would be some shadows on the backdrop. Yeah. Uh, we thought we were going to have overhead lighting, but they turned off the lights. The right lighting before. in there changed so crazy yeah. because they had a big skylight yep. above us. And the, you know, I mean, we can't control the clouds. I wish we could. I know we don't have that George Soros machine. Say, we need Soros. Uh, I, um, <laughs> No, I th- I think that it was it was funny how dinky the lights looked, and they're still doing their job. But like everyone else had these like either kinos with like C stands, oh, like yeah. supporting them, or they had like I mean they big had broadcast boxes. quality lights everywhere. Yeah. And so we had these tiny little dinky lights, and at the end when everything's over, we, I don't remember who it was, but someone opened the Pelican and pulled them out. I was like, oh, we had soft boxes this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was great. Yeah. But I'm, we couldn't have used them because I don't think we had sandbags to hold shit down, exactly. so they would have just been flopping. Yeah. So. It, you know, whatever, live and learn. Um, all right, cut to Monday. Monday was the actual shoot. Uh, the so shoot. we went back to the National Sports Center at Blaine. We got there probably nine in the morning. It was a pretty early day. Um, and we kind of just had to hurry up and wait once we got there. We did have to do that extra shoot uh, where the, the players were announcing the rosters. Uh, the, <laughs> the guy who was in charge of that just kind of like came in like a wrecking ball, like you said, and, yeah, and, and kind of blew our spot up. Which, you know, it was fine. I just, uh, it was a little intense, but, you he know. He probably just had a bunch of shit going on. So he was coming from like his set where I his know. energy was like that. And he brought that energy into our set. And our I, set's energy was like so different. I, so I was like, okay, yeah, go for it. Whatever. My, my issue, like for the most part, it didn't bother me. It's just like, if you're going to be that way, just like be a little bit more personable to the people who are doing the job, you know, kind of doing you a favor. Yeah, it's true. like, just be like, 
hey, I'm whoever. Nice to meet you. Let's get this shit done. You know, just yeah, acknowledge yeah. the fact that I exist before yeah. you start bossing me around. Also, like, it's... He just, uh, he just wanted to like s- switch the whole shot, switch the lens yeah. and we, we originally had it. And then he was like, no, t- turn it back. So yeah, that, he that came proves in, like, he, we know what the hell we're doing. You're yeah. telling us to change something for the sake of you just wanting to change. Something. Yeah. We had our shots set up like from the day before, like yeah. we basically had worked on this, like getting the set set up for like probably five or six hours. Mm-hmm. And then he came in and was like, no, move the camera back, switch the lens, change this. He like literally walked up and started grabbing the tripods and cameras and stuff. We were like, whoa, whoa, whoa just just tell us what, what to do. Yeah. And so, we, yeah, like you, we moved the camera back. We switched the lens. We punched in. We moved out. He looked at it, moved the lights, all, all this. And he's like, actually, just, just bring it back to how you guys had it. Yeah. I was like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? I know. Like, it's like, we, we, yeah, set we, it up we, set the, we spent like five hours setting this up. Yeah. Like, it's obvious we did this for a reason. But that, I mean, it was fine ultimately. So we record that. Then we had a, another like hour or two of downtime before. Mm-hmm. the athletes got there and then once the athletes got there we had a, we had 14 scheduled we ended up having 11 but it was basically three straight, straight hours of shooting from there each yeah. each player had about 10 minutes on mic uh we had a list of questions that we were going through asking them mostly world cup related kind of fun stuff i i don't want to get too into it because the edit's not yeah, coming out see, for a few you'll months. See when the, we'll, you'll see when the videos post. Um, but we we've done the same project a couple times in the past. We've done the post side, so this was the first time doing the production side. But you know, we always have fun working on it. So we the edit's going to be a breeze. It was cool. I mean, I got to answer some. I got to ask some of the questions, and that yeah. was cool because like I got to talk to the MLS players, which I I you know really enjoyed. It's, yeah, and Co- it's, it's, uh, Kamal Miller. Kamal Miller was dope. Yeah. Kamal, Kamal Miller was funny. He was cool. And he, I mean, he he shook your hand. He shook my hand and he said thank you, which goes a long way. It I really feel does. like no one else said thank you. And it's like, oh, that's fine. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I'm just some random dude with a fucking sling. Yeah. Like, but all, all the players were really nice. You know, like... Oh, everyone was so No, chill. no one they seemed like they didn't want to be there. Spirits. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was... I think it was a smashing success. Yeah. Smashing. Smashing. Uh, Vince, you got any, any, any takeaways from that? I mean, it was pretty turnkey. Um, pretty simple, honestly. Like, I think the more complicated stuff actually was happening during the game. Um, but that was just, you know, people sitting down, point and shoot. Yeah, it was like interview and, stuff. Um, that was really it. I mean, it was, I mean, overall, the entire shoot for the week, everything yeah. was pretty simple, but yeah. it was yeah. less complicated because we had an entire day to set up. So we get through that shoot and we're, our day's only halfway over. Monday was a long day. That's so true. It's yeah. Four, it was uh, like, we finish at 430-ish. Yep. It takes about hour, hour and a half to break down. Yeah. Well, um, I was dumping footage the whole time too yeah. and all that. So I, I had to drive the minivan, which like yep. I don't drive. Or that I had like one like of those weird years. gear shift sticks where like you, it's a, it's like a volume knob it, instead it, of a fucking gear shift. It's so dumb. And it's right next to the volume knob too. It's yeah. so, like at one, one point I was like trying to lower the volume and I switched into park while I was driving. But Did it, you really? Yeah. But when you do that, nothing happens. That's yeah. wild. It's, it's just like it's a bad idea to have it there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So from there we broke down and we had to get to the stadium itself, Allianz Field in St. Paul. Yep. Uh, they were doing a, a rehearsal of the skills challenge so we had oh, yeah, we had yeah, to go yeah. there to get uh you know just I figure out our we, positioning yeah, so we, yeah we, we brought like a one or we, we, we brought, brought like all half the, the gear, gear 
because we had to bring it back, but yeah. we brought out with us like one camera just yeah. to like kind of see what it would be like. So we, we yeah. thought we were going to be getting out at like 830 and grab dinner. Luckily, we had snuck some raisin canes. We, yeah, we, we like kind of had to lie. About yeah, it. I was we like, have to. I don't know. I was like, man, I don't know if we're going to get to dinner when we think we are. So let's just have a small snack. And we our small snack was each of us got a chicken sandwich or raisin canes. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank God we did because we didn't get out of there until 1030 or 11 that night. Yeah. Yeah. It was late. Um, um, so yeah, they did the skills rehearsal from about seven to nine. Um, we kind of got an idea of where everything was going to be, where we should end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up deciding Vince was going to stay on the easy rig yeah. with the FX six and a 100 to 400. Yep. And I had the a seven S three on a gimbal on a gimbal with a 24 to 70. Yep. And I, I kind of like got into the stands. Chris was almost like the fan cam. It was like the fans perspective. And Mm -hmm. Vince was like on the field, like sideline, like right on the field. Yeah. If you go back and look at the skills challenge, like uh, coverage, you'll see mm -hmm. Vince out there just wandering around. around. Yeah. It was kind of cool because, uh, we knew that we were going to have a lot of support from the broadcast cameras. So we could get some very specific shots that we were looking for. Right, right, right. Um, and, and, we, and then we also had the mind fly footage. That was really the point of this, yes. right? I don't know if I should even name drop them, but I did. So whatever, fuck it. Um, basically, it's like a camera that is uh, on your chest and it's like it goes under the jersey mm-hmm. and um, it captures that like a POV kind of thing. Um, like a first person. It, it almost feels like a video game. Yeah, uh, it's got crazy stabilization. It looks really good. Yeah, audio is great. And the audio is great. And that's the main reason we're doing it. So we had all these like players kind of wear it and referees. And, you know, that's going to be my goal in this next week is to go through that footage and look for all the cool key moments and like really yeah. listen and try to get like the like an inside scoop on like what was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that was pretty cool. I think we can probably go to, go to Tuesday. I yeah. think so too. So Tuesday we get there. Um, it was a rehearsal. I think it was a full rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, rehearsal was from like what? Two thirty to five, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. I don't even remember. So, so we basically got two full rehearsals in for the skills challenge. So we had two chances to figure out, you know, our blocking, so to speak, you yeah. know, our positioning and uh, kind of fine tune it. And then the skills challenge itself was that night from 730 to nine. And I mean, yeah. you guys want to talk how, about I mean, it? Yeah. How did you feel about the skills challenge coverage, Vince? Yeah. I mean, it was it was also pretty chill. I mean, it was cool to have two different perspectives because originally we we're going to go into it with just us on sticks and just kind of being stationary. But those cameras are kind of heavy. And with the tripod, it's just a lot to like maneuver. Lug, lug around, especially. we needed to get different angles on the field after each specific challenge. So at least for me or for us, you know, I had easy rig, Chris had gimbal. So it was just easier for us to kind of move around. And once we got into a rhythm, it was the same thing. We were just getting our shots yeah. um, and we got the angles that we needed. And uh, I'm pretty happy with, with how that turned out to be, especially like, at least for me, this is the first time I actually see the skills challenges themselves, right? So like, yep. you know, in meetings and stuff, it was kind of hard to envision. But once we were there on the field um, and we saw them happening, it was it was a lot easier to comprehend. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought it was I thought it was very cool being down there. I, I obviously was not shooting it, but I thought it was really cool being down there. Um, one thing for me, because like we got home that night after the after the whole event. Sure. And we watched it. Cause we, you know, we were, we were just chilling. We were like, Oh, let's see what the broadcast of it was like. Mm-hmm. And so we were watching the broadcast and it's so weird. Cause there's this one challenge called cross and volley where basically a player is on the side of the field and they 
hit the ball in, they kick the ball over towards the middle where there's another player and they have to first time, like right as the ball's coming out of the air, they have to hit it with their foot volley. They have to volley it into the goal, right? That's their goal. And you get bonus points for doing like bicycle kicks or scissor kicks or whatever. And when we were down there watching it, I was like, holy shit, these dudes are making insane contact. The ball is flying at a million miles an yeah, hour. So this I, is I was insane. I was behind the net for this and like I legit needed to have my basically a, a PA. It was yeah. Anders. He, he was kind of uh, following me and he like had to I guess run interference, but like he had protect to protect the, the camera, camera from getting hit. These balls were coming in at like 30, 40 miles an hour, maybe faster. It's probably more. Yeah. It's insane. The contact they and were getting. So they were getting such clean hits and everything was so sick. And I was like, yo, this is wild to see how good these guys are. And then you watch it on broadcast and like, I guess the camera angle they picked was like a little far away it's and a little wide. too wide. It's like the drone spider cam and shot. It, they didn't really look that impressive on, on broadcast. I don't yeah. know if you guys felt like that. I was like, damn, this isn't the same as like where we were. Yeah, so my, my some, thing is it's still like the skill looked impressive, but you didn't get the full weight of like how how fast these balls are going. And yeah. like just the the insane athleticism. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. You, could, you could still see the placement fine, which yeah. is ultimately what matters. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, no, the coverage was good for like the purpose of, you know, keeping track of the event. It's just that nothing compared to like being right there behind the goal and seeing yeah. how fucking good these guys were. Um, so that was Tuesday. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was pretty chill. I mean, for me, it was chill. I know you guys had to run around a lot, but yeah, I mean, we were there for the whole day. That was that was another like, uh, I'd say 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. day. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, we were only actually physically doing work for like four hours. A lot yeah. of the, there was a lot of downtime. Yeah, tons, tons of downtime. Um, Vince, any last takeaways on that? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I would reiterate that it, it did look really impressive in person. The balls were just whizzing through and I was just imagining, you know, the ball hitting me and then a bunch of sonic rings come out, but, um, it didn't <laughs> luckily, happen. Luckily and, it uh, didn't happen. and, uh, we were on ESPN. I mean, you could barely see us, but if you tried on the car enough, you could see us. Mm -hmm. Real ones. No, yeah. if you were looking for us, you saw us. Um, the next day was the actual game. Yeah. And that one was, that was a chill day. Like we didn't have to be there until like five. So yeah. we went out and we went to, uh, the store called talisman that mm -hmm. does a lot of soccer swag, soccer merch. And then we went and actually played a little bit. We got mm -hmm. to kick the ball around, went to a field. It was yep. pretty good. Yep. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Like just hanging out with, uh, KG, the, the producer that we work with all the time with MLS and our point mm -hmm. of, our point of contact for this, uh, this shoot, yep. it was just nice getting to know him better. Like we've hung out outside of work before, but not, you know, it's different yeah, yeah. when you're, when you're around each other for four straight days and yep. like, you know, solving problems together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, then we didn't have to be to the arena until like four, four thirty. We got yeah, to check yeah, yeah. out the uh, the fan area, like the oh yeah, giving away a bunch of stuff. We all scored one hundred and sixty dollar match balls, or just giving they them were, away. They were doing a lot of uh, fun little games where you have to kick a ball, like accuracy stuff, mm -hmm. and you could win. I won a hat from that uh, construction brand Cat, mm -hmm. so uh, I'm rocking that now. I feel like some sort of uh, OSHA violating <laughs> ass, like uh, you know, foreman or something. They had some uh, some classic uh mls jerseys kind of like the history yep. of mls mm -hmm. it was really cool to see and it, it was just cool to see the fan engagement like it yeah. seemed like a, a really well-run event i was pretty impressed by mls yeah it was it was definitely fun vince i know you worked the all-star game before for nba right or you've been there before yeah, what, yeah what did you find that was a little different um i would say in terms of the game itself um or just like the whole kind of experience you know the what whole I mean? experience i mean 
Like, does NBA do fan engagement stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. NBA, every arena that's hosting, they usually, well, they usually, it's it's a little bigger, actually. They usually rent out a part of a convention center. Oh, wow. And that's the fan experience. It's basically like, um, you know, imagine like three times the amount of little. Right, right, right mini games and shit you could do yeah, yeah. because they actually like at the convention center you can actually have like a basketball court right. where you can run around and do the skills challenge yourself they also the players practice at the convention center so mm-hmm. they'll actually host a live scrimmage of the players playing against each other and um you know it, it's just a, a way bigger scale yeah um but it's still the same element right like yeah. invite the fans to come out and hang out um and like do things and also like the players show up at the convention center for like uh, signings and like the OG players come through, you know, so yeah. Spe- um, speaking of the fans being able to to do the challenges, Alexi got one little challenge in. Got uh, one chance. Yep. And uh, it, there's a video on social media, I think, right? Oh, it's going to be there at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah so It's not there yet. Go check it out. I got to get on the field and do one passing challenge. I was like, all right, I'm not mad at it. That's going to be on the Shishkin Productions TikTok and it should Instagram. Be. It should be at some point. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. So after we did the fan engagement stuff, we actually went and set up for the actual game. Yeah. And that was that was pretty chill. I mean, you guys were just so the, following the, the yeah. play, basically. The setup was uh, each one of us were on the, the broadcast, uh, the side of the field where the broadcast cameras were. Uh, Vince was one, at one of the 18s. I was at the other. Mm-hmm. So we had full coverage. And the ask was basically to follow the ref as much as po- possible mm-hmm. and get some of the game as well. Yep. And I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty successful shoot on my side. Like yeah. it, it was nice to, to know I still got it. Right. 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 Um, and, and the reason that we were following the refs cause the ref was wearing this body cam thing. Exactly. And, uh, that, that actually, that stuff looks so cool. I can't wait to see like all the raw footage. Cause we did chop up like a little thing for social media, but there happened to be a penalty called in that game. And mm-hmm. it was really cool to see all the players run up because you're getting this first person point of view from the referee. So seeing all the players run up to him and like complain at him like da 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 da, and the ref's like, no, like go away, go. It's mm-hmm. uh, it was it, it's cool. It's it's really unique. I you know I it, I think it's a cool tech. It's a cool idea. Yeah, and it was a fun match. It ended two to one. MLS uh, won it, but there there was a late goal from Liga MX. There yep. was also a a goal called off for offside and then there was a pitch invader like at the same time so like for a second we kind of didn't even know what was going on yeah yeah um but i mean there was a lot of action and i mean i missed i I didn't get out back onto the field until like the 70th minute so i missed like 25 minutes Mm -hmm. of the game um but that was that's when that some of that stuff happened yeah it was interesting uh so uh, we were both on the 100 to 400 and I've, I've never shot with the, a lens that long without having it uh, on servo. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was interesting getting used to that, the workflow of just zooming in, zooming out. Yeah. And it's pretty impressive how, how far that goes. Like I, I could get the entire goal on, on the opposite side of the field and yeah, like have wild. it be clean. I mean, those are some cool lenses. I'm glad that we got those. Yeah, we got to use those. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to go on the gimbal and roam through the. Um, I got to follow the the uh, the referee. The referee. I was going to say umpire. Um, <laughs> I got to follow the ref through the tunnel, um, and there were some cool little little cinematic shots of him like walking out on the field, him saying hi to the players and everyone that like. I thought it was interesting how so many people like go up to the the refs and like say, yo, yo, best of luck on the game and good luck and blah, blah, blah. Um, And then at the end of the game too, uh, Chris and I got to walk on the fields where the press started like 
going up to the players and we oh, got yeah. to see the players interacting with their families and taking pictures yeah. and um, being interviewed by the outlets um, and then signing autographs. So that was like pretty cool to see like them on the field and everyone kind of hugging it out and saying good game and stuff like mm -hmm. that. This is all while I was back in the, our tiny little yeah. locker room that we were given. I was like on my laptop editing shit. Yeah. Alexi, did you have any chance to look at any of our footage from the game? Um, no, not really. Okay. Not yet. Well, it's beautiful. Not yet. I, I saw, <laughs> I saw actually Vince's footage. I saw all of Vince's footage from the A7S. Mm -hmm. So that stuff was really cool. Um, you know, it's just a cool piece of access having yep. that gimbal, but all the stuff on sticks that you guys shot during the match, I haven't looked at that yet. Cause that's going to be, you know, part of a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, what, what I was doing during the game when I wasn't in that room editing, like I, I basically was taking notes. So I, I could have just watched the game on broadcast and yeah. like taken notes, but I was like, no, I want to be on like on the field. So yeah, I pretty course. much sat like front, front row and like had my laptop and was just like minute by minute taking notes on what was going on specifically related to the referee. Cause I was like, I have to like make this piece later. So I'd rather have my minutes for the entire match. So when yeah. I go back to look at all the raw footage, I know exactly where I'm going to get what I need from the referee talking wise. Um, um, yeah, and he had he had a lot of good sound bites. I mean, the referees because yeah. the referees always talking, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. every player is going to say stuff, or he's going to tell players like move the throw back and stuff like that. So it's, it, cool. it's kind of hilarious to like because I've I've obviously never been on the pitch for something like that. You know, I don't know how the refs talk to the players, and it was kind of funny like how he like you he has to constantly stand up for himself because you know everyone's arguing with them, and he's just like, no, no, go back, 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 back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, No, no, it's fine. This is where the ball is. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, like. So, so, some players are like kind of shouting. Some players are just like low key pleading. And it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just interesting to see the different interactions throughout the game. And also how fit those dudes are because they're oh running on the field the entire time. I mean, the yeah. refs have legit warm ups before the game. And yeah, like, yeah. of course they do. But I had never thought about that. But they're like literally running sprints down the sideline to warm up and like. Well, they're athletes, dude. The refs, I mean, the and that's just like MLS. Not, I'm not like down, like downplaying them, but it's just the reality of the situation. North American referees, they speak English and they maybe under they understand or speak a little bit of Spanish usually. Um, but Great when Spanish, when you get uh, referees in Europe, a lot of those guys not only have to be like super fit. And all that they also have to they also speak like three or four yeah. languages because they like have to Italian, interact Spanish, with all English, these different Portuguese. Yeah. You can name you name yeah, a language. Like, they speak them. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. If you guys don't know what languages were, that's not I mean. Uh, German. Uh, fucking Dutch. Minnesotian. Minnesotian. Swedish. Bag. 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 No, I mean yeah. So that's just always crazy. Yeah, referees get mad disrespect. Um, so it's cool to cool to see stuff from their perspective you know especially if you don't know yeah. if you don't know about it uh something i'll say from the shoot uh for for both nights it was really i know i said it earlier having anders around for the game it was great because when you're shooting like you're looking at your frame the whole time and it's it's tough to see exactly what's going on in the field sometimes maybe it's far down or maybe there's something out of the corner of your eye yeah. so just having someone there to be like hey get this real quick or like hey there's so you know something cool going on in the in the stands yeah, or yeah. like hey focus on the referee now and just like think, having the should, validation i think especially if it's like an event-based thing like that where you're not going to get to ask the players to try shooting the ball again you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you definitely need to have someone with well, you I, yeah. i'd say for most shoots especially of the live uh 
variety, it's essential to have the DP AC combo. I agree. Like you need that unless the producer is going to be the AC, which happens a lot as well. You know, let's say if it was just me and Kyle, like Kyle would guide me and make sure I don't slip on anything. And you get just, need, shot. To have, you just like, need to have you someone do need there. a yeah. DP and AC like that's well, and that it, is the combo. And a lot of clients do forget that they're like, oh, I'll just get a camera guy and just tell him where to go and he'll go. It's like, no, we had walkies. We had yeah. to coordinate oh, yeah. where we we're going to be. We had to run things. We had to make sure our spots were covered. And we had to make sure we didn't get hit by the ball. We didn't trip on any cords. Yep. We had some seating. We got water if we need to. Yeah. Um, we just, you small know, things. you need, you need a duo. Um, and clients really need to either understand that or realize that, Hey, you yeah. got to open your budget a little bit. Cause, um, you can't just have a camera guy out there by himself. I'd say we got pretty good support from MLS all, like, throughout the week. You know, Absolutely. Any, anytime Absolutely. we needed something, you know, they were there for it. And even sometimes when we weren't specifically requesting it, they were offering it up. Yeah. They were super chill. I mean, it was, it couldn't have been like a more chill week. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how post goes. Hopefully it'll be good. I think it'll be fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty chill week. And that was about it for the actual shoot. I mean, yeah. the next day we had to return a bunch of gear. So that was a fucking yeah. mess because the Uber once again pulled up and told us, no, they don't want to take us. And then we had to like, it was a whole mess. But we returned all the gear successfully. Oh, one day the tripod broke. Oh, shit. We need to tell lens rentals that that tripod broke. No? Got that from this. No, no, I'm going to keep it. What do you mean? We don't. Why? We should tell them. They're going to they're gonna open it and see it's broken. Yeah, but we have, I think, the lens damage thing. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, so we'll be fine. Yeah. But either way, one of the tripods broke, so we had to rent yeah. one. Like so the very first day, the like first time I was breaking it down, there's like a little metal piece that just snapped clean off. So then we'll have to, so we had to go rent another tripod from a d local place. Mm -hmm. So we had to go not just return our gear to FedEx to ship it back. Then we had to go to that place to return the tripod. Yeah. It was, a it was like mess. another half day of work, basically. Yeah, it was a complete mess. Um, yeah, well, it was definitely, I mean... We told him that it's half day packing, half day delivering. Yeah. Because all, all the time it takes to, you know, how to get up in the morning, how to go through every single piece of equipment, how to put it back where it belongs, how to put yeah. it in the boxes. Like that's, it's always like pick up and drop off is always half days well, worth of work. That was the craziest part. And I mentioned this, I think at some point, um, like maybe Sunday night, I think I mentioned this. I was like, man, you know, what's wild about production. And like, if I just had to do this, I wouldn't mind. But the fact that, you have to do it and then actually shoot. You have to like load and unload, load and unload. My least so basically favorite part. Saturday, we had, or Saturday or Friday night even, we had to pack everything to take with us, bring it with us, get to the thing on Sunday, on, then like pick up more stuff at FedEx, yep. take that, unload it, then Sunday, load it in the van, then get there, unload it, then load into the spot, set everything up, then the next day, break everything down, Pack it back up, put it in the van, drive the van somewhere else, unpack it, see, break it. Like thing, you, you do it like that, twice a day. Right. But the thing about that is that it's, it's normally you're only doing that for one day. Right. right. So it doesn't seem that much, but we had literally three shoots back to back. Yeah. So that's why it felt a lot more heavy. But usually yeah. if you do that in a day, you literally the first half of the day you're setting up and you're filming and then the later half you do it. So yeah. it's, it's. It, it's not, in my opinion, it's not that bad, but it's just the fact that we had to do it for three days straight. I mean, yeah. we probably spent an hour and a half to two hours a day loading and unloading. 
because yeah, I mean we're, we're on the eighth floor of the hotel. We got to get everything down. Yeah, we got to we got to load it into the car. You know, unload it once we get to this the arena. And mm-hmm. it's not like we're like right at the loading dock. We have to like park in a normal spot, carry everything. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a five to ten minute walk uh, with heavy ass equipment. Yeah, it was. It's a lot of. It's just a. It's like a. It's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than you think it's mm-hmm. going to be. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's it's weird because it's almost like well. You know, if you're people would be like, oh, come on, man, you're, you're just like filming soccer. Like that's such a uh, what's it called? Like a, a first world problem. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like you're filming soccer. You don't who cares that you're loading on loading gear. It's true. But it still is. Yeah. No one you to don't do think it. about. Yeah. I just don't think about it's still yeah, work, it. It is right? work. It is work. Um, so then, yeah, we drop everything off. We left the hotel. We got to this Airbnb and that's about where we are now. I mean, we can. Real quick before we end the show, we can talk about uh, Mall of America, Mall of America. And stuff. We got something. Do we want to do that, or do we, do we each want to say our top three moments of this uh, trip, negative or positive moments? Three most to, impactful to, moments regarding the shoot. Three. Each. Minnesota. Minnesota. Or is three too we much? We can do three each as long as they're like Short. quick. Yeah. Yeah. You got one. My me first. Yeah. I mean, you, you brought it up. Um. No, see, you didn't even have one. We still got to do what we learned. You last wanted week. to throw us no, in no, the no, fire. No, no, no. I got well, one of them is uh, going to North Face, going to the Mall of America, and doing the most mall things without really trying. Yeah. I feel like that place kind of sucked us All in. All the mall, mall things. things, and this was one of the things. Like I, you know, I don't go to the mall. Like last time I went to a mall to like hang out was like a couple years ago. Yeah, and usually I just window shop and like fuck around with my friends. But I actually spent like close to like $150 on things in the yeah, mall. Yeah. Uh, and I got this cool uh, blanket that I could wear around me. It looks like a, like a daishiki slash like a poncho. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like it. I kind of don't like it, but it's very comfortable. And I'm going to wear it awesome. a lot. I think it's awesome. Um, to be fair. That's such a boy's day. To be yeah. fair, it's like a four story mall. So like spending a hundred 120 bucks at it it's like actually a win almost yeah, it really is because like you know normally you'd go to a mall that's like one floor or it has a bunch of stores or maybe two but this is like such a gigantic that's like four or five malls in yeah, one there's almost. 520 stores yeah it's and like 50 insane. restaurants it's insane yeah. it's insane um all right well that's so one that's of my moment for one me. of my moments that i took away i just really enjoyed like being um in the thick of it all in the game like i liked being like around all of the soccer stuff and yeah. around all the people. And, you know, I just liked being at field level and, and participating and stuff. I thought that was fun. I know that's really basic, but no, that's, uh, that'll be my first one too, is just being on the field for the game and like having such great access. Like yeah. we weren't really sure what kind of access we were going to have. We weren't even sure if we were going to be on the field for it. And like, I was right next to the ESPN camera. That's kind of cool. Right. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. it uh, just felt legitimate. Yeah, it was cool. And then you guys got those green vests. Oh, that yeah. The the broadcast vest. Oh, yeah. We were legit. We were real. We got so much free swag, too. They were that just like wild. trying to get rid of like these MLS branded shirts. And they were like, yeah, take them. You, you, got, you got another one, Vince? I know you want to do three each. Um, I really liked. Uh, I really like knowing what Minnesota is all about now. Or at least as much as I can in the amount of time. Because mm. Minnesota to me was like, okay, there's this city in the Midwest and it's like maybe kind of chill and like they got a lot of sports teams mm-hmm. but then it made me realize that I kind of never want to come back here again yeah hey, um, well you did it you've been here for like a week yeah it's yeah. like this is the most amount of 
things i mean outside of the hiking stuff which i'm sure could be cool but also there's like a lot more other hikes and nature spots in the u.s that i'd rather go to than yeah. like go yeah. to a typical like climb a mountain and see a waterfall like i was in montreal the week before and i did that shit there yeah um but so i, I kind of appreciate like being here and just seeing what it's all about um and that's a key moment for me because now i know I, i'd never have to come back unless <laughs> it's for work um let's see for my second one um, I did have one, but I kind of forgot it. So I'm just going to vamp and come up with something here. It was, uh, I liked going out and playing soccer. I thought that was super fun. Oh, yeah. I brought my boots cause I wanted to go do stuff and I'm really glad that we got out there and played. And I know we didn't do anything really. It was like barely any exercise, but like, at least we got to run around a little bit and kick the yeah, ball nice and like have bonding fun. moment. And like the, the field is, was really nice and the security didn't kick us off cause it was like a local college field and they just have the gate open. People can come play. So cool. And the, like, it's purely a soccer field. It wasn't like a soccer field slash football field. Yeah. It was purely a soccer field that had goals with nets that were open. Like that's how weird soccer in America is. The fact that I'm like, holy shit, there is a field that's open. That's incredible. The bar is so low because mm-hmm. everywhere else they just lock up the goals or they lock up the field or they put a big fence around it. And it's like, bro, how come every basketball court is open, but every soccer field is closed? doesn't make any sense. It depends. A lot of basketball courts are closed. Yeah, but there's so many more basketball courts that are open as opposed to soccer fields, which is bullshit. Um, Mine, uh, my second one's probably uh, on Monday doing the the press conference itself, having the athletes come through and just seeing like that how they answered the questions that we came up with because mm-hmm. it was you know we actually did some pre-production on this and like kind of we're, we're producing hand in hand with with mls on it yep. um so it was just really cool to to get their perspective on stuff and just to like see how they are with the media and like they they were all just so so nice like chicharito coming in and just being super high energy yeah. saying hi to everyone there you know just being genuine dudes everyone's like in a good mood yeah, yeah. um so i really enjoyed that I'd say my last moment, it's kind of like a two-parter. Um, half of it is work, half of it is just hanging out. The half work part, uh, I think it's cool, at least for me, my in my personal opinion, like looking back at like the earlier shoots I've done since I started freelancing and then like fast forwarding to like only about two years or a year and a half and like being able to know exactly what I need and exactly knowing how to use everything, getting the shots and making it look good. I think that's, that's a cool feeling, at least for myself to be like, wow, I remember when I was on like my a seven three and I had a tripod and one lens and wasn't really sure how to do shit where now it's like, I could coordinate shoots even bigger than this. And I've been on bigger sets where, you know, if it, we need to do this again at any point, it's, it's going to be way more turnkey and way more easier to operate. So that's my personal, like I feel good about. Yeah. And then the hanging out part, I mean, you know, we all, all three of us live in New York and like we're on the grind for doing different things at different hours. And I think it's cool just to like be stereotypical American bros where all we're doing is just like drinking, eating shit food and playing card games and getting drunk at night. Like I don't do that too often and it's kind of fun to do it. I'm definitely ready to go back home. Yeah, I don't drink. I'm definitely ready to go back home and like have my own me time and like kind of get in the grind of like what I like doing on my own, but it's fun to like, kind of like bullshit and like not do much. I think that's, that's a refreshing aspect of at least the summertime season and just like kicking it. I think it's underrated uh, appreciation. Word. Um, and then for me, I guess my third one, uh, I mean, I bought this card game like randomly called Lark, which is pretty cool. Um, so 
it was it was cool that uh I, I don't know i don't know it's not really a, anything that's specific it's just like we went to this card game store or whatever this game store and i was just looking at shit and i was like yo this game is tight because it seems like it's like more about inspiring creativity than it is about winning a fucking game and it's not like super try hard like cards against humanity where they're like and frank's asshole and you're like that's not fucking funny like but I, this one's funny. cool yeah. this one's cool because it's like you know you're it's the the prompt can be something as simple as like it can just say treat yourself and then you have to like play that card and you choose who you want to play it against yeah and you agree on some odds that you want to roll the dice on so i'd be like chris it's a 12-sided die. If this lands on 10, 11, or 12, you have to treat yourself to a beer. I can make it up. Yeah. Or you treat yourself by ordering a, a fucking pizza or something yeah. like that. Just anything. You treat yourself. I can just say treat yourself. And and all those prompts are kind of open-ended. You can change them kind of however you want yeah. as long as everyone in the party agrees. And some of the prompts are like physical things. Like one was do 10 burpees. Some of them are like really like they're deep things that are like, you know, what's something that made you weird as a kid that you're glad exists now. Yep. Some of them are very vague where it can just be a drawing of a Venn diagram, literally with nothing on it, exactly. just two circles. And you have to come up with the prompt yeah. yourself or, or something like treat yourself. You could even flip it and be like, all right, I want you to draw a, your favorite candy on your body. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah it's treat so the, yourself. Well, yeah. I guess the beauty you of that literal. game, the beauty of that game is that there are guidelines, but there are no rules. And yeah. I, I really, I got lucky that I got that one. Cause I think that's probably the only game, game in there that was yeah. like a creativity it's probably, inducing probably the game. the best game I played this year. Honestly, yeah, it's pretty cool. Lark, yeah. Lark, look it up. Um, Chris, what's your last one? My last, what we learned last week. My last one, I think is when the shoot was over, we delivered the, the quick turn edits and, uh, the three of us and Kyle went down to the field at like one oh, in the morning. Yeah. We were basically the last people in the stadium. We might've been the last people to leave. And we were just like down there taking pictures and like, we, you know, it was like that moment of, Hey, job well done. You could tell that the client was happy with how the, the entire week went, you know, yeah. there were no major issues. Everyone got along with each other the whole time and just, you know, taking selfies on the field at, after a, a hard week yeah. is kind of like a moment of celebration. Yeah, that was it. That was a victory moment. All right. You got something you learned last week. Yeah. You I got did. something you learned last week. You can make it up on the fly as we go. Something it's basically I learned last week. This past week. Yeah. 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 All right. Here we go. It's everyone's favorite segment. What we learned last week. What we learned last week. Want me to kick us off? Yeah, Chris, go for it. So I learned last week that the Mississippi River starts in Minnesota. Wow. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought that it uh, went all the way up to the Great Lakes. Uh, but no, it starts kind of Western Minnesota. It's wild. Yep. I learned last week that when you're on a production crew trip, um, it's always best to go get a six pack of whatever you want to drink and just hold it down at your Airbnb slash hotel because you never know what fuck ass rules are going to be in place at Facts. the <laughs> local hangouts. Facts. What I learned last week was that if you're in Minnesota, like and you order food, just be prepared oh for God. it to be like three meals worth of food and you shouldn't eat the whole thing in one sitting or you're going to feel like absolute dookie. <laughs> um, all right, Vince, Air Vince One, thank you for coming holla, through holla, today. Holla, 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 holla. Thank you for helping all week on the shoot. It was holla, pretty holla. fun. I had a good time. Shout out to It's Tyler B., Tyler Bertram oh, for yeah. giving us the Zoom recorder because it made recording this podcast a lot easier. And for the XLRs for the actual shoot. That's right, and the XLRs. He really he really hooked it up. Um, 
Real quick, uh, I'll just go through the socials. You go through the socials. I don't even know them. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, we're <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Gang. Uh-huh. We are SizzlerealGang at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us what you think about this this episode and, and you know, us diving into the production world a little bit more. Yep. And if uh, you want to see us doing more of these kind of shoots. and I want to uh, do more of these kind of shoots. Yeah, it was a great time. I really hope that uh, we have more of these opportunities in the future. Yeah. And uh, we are, of course, uh, we have the Sizzle Real we have the cold line. line. It is 332 333 43 61 love that uh, love that new addition is there a cat in here where's that cat at? um uh i think you got to call in call in that number 322-333-4361 call in uh tell us a little bit about your experiences in production or like or, you know, or your thoughts about minnesota maybe, maybe about we're minnesota. wrong maybe maybe we did minnesota wrong yeah, maybe, maybe we, we did minnesota, minnesota dirty, dirty maybe did minnesota right dirty. so let us know what how we fucked up if we did or Cold if you agree minnesota let us know Cold your Minnesota. Minnesota. I, go ahead. Uh, Sizzle Reel Live yes, is it's coming. in what, 10 days from, from, from now? From the, maybe yes, 11? 10 days, I think. From Thursday, the, from August 25th, 7 p.m. Yes, the Wondering Barman. Sizzlerealgang.eventbrite.com. That's where you can RSVP. You can find out more about the event. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Uh, there might be free drinks. Who knows? We'll have to see what happens. Um, I can tell you about the setup. It's going to be in the back in like a warehouse type area. We're going to be surrounded by boxes and pallets and it's going to be very like DIY low key. Yep. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll all get to mingle. Vince is not going to be there. So the mingling will not really be happening. Shout out to yeah. capitalism. Vince, but Vince might come through after a shoot. We'll maybe. see. Vin- Vince not even coming to the Sizzle Reel Live. I can't yeah, believe it. Unbelievable. We've had him twice in the last two weeks. Potential so. shoot from 2 to 10 p.m. So we'll yeah, see. We'll see. Hopefully you guys get out early. You can come through and just hang out. Yeah. Um, all right, Sizzlers. Thank you for sizzling with us and we will uh, catch you next week. Goodbye. Sizzle. See ya. Sizzle. A Shishkin Productions podcast.